0: And welcome back to the 411 podcast. My name is Nicole. I am your hairdresser and host. And we are back for another episode on relationships. This one is called Peace Over Past. Now, I actually wanted to do this episode like a few months ago. And I kept writing it out and trying to write down what I wanted to say. And then I thought it would be a good episode to put out before the end of 2022. But I ended up really unwell and I'm still kind of recovering. So excuse my croaky voice. (laughs) But this is very important, this episode to me. And I think that it could really help a lot of people in 2023 move forward. And just have a different outlook for the year. It's been a good thing because it's gave me time to make sure that the message that I'm putting out is being relayed in the right way. Over 2022, on the podcast, you would have heard a lot of sadness and anger and betrayal. But one of the biggest ones that I want to focus on today is forgiveness. 2023 is all about moving forward. And for me, I believe that 2023 means forgiving and moving forward. Sometimes loving someone is letting them go. Which is what I said to my husband when my mother passed. And he was completely standing in awe of me and how I managed to help my mother over at the other side and pull this strength that I did not know I had from my toes in order for her to pass on and not feel scared. scared. So this year, sorry, 2022 was an incredibly challenging year for me and if this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, I lost my mum the 2021 and my marriage broke down in 2022 and it was really really challenging it's been extremely sad it's probably been harder due to the fact that my mum did pass away and all you want in a time like this is your mum not having that i've had times that i have thought i was not going to make it through 2022 And I knew that that wasn't the way out. It wasn't the right thought. I knew that I had to look for something higher to get me through. And for months, I wanted to start reading the Bible because I know that the Bible teaches you about a lot of things. It teaches you about love and betrayal and envy and resentment and compassion and forgiveness. And really it should be called the book of life because it's very helpful and you don't need to be a worshipper of God to be able to implement those lessons in your life. I started going to church in 2022 and I have to say it wasn't what I expected at all. It was so much better and Honestly, my minister, John, is just amazing. His energy, the way that he relays messages, the way that he speaks has been so comforting and it's been so detrimental in me moving forward. And even though at times I have felt as if I've took 10 steps forward and nine steps back, every Sunday that I go to church, from the moment I got up until I go, I just, I so look forward to it and I just soak in every moment and it really makes me feel like I'm closer to my mum. It makes me feel like I'm closer to who I want to be and I love that for me. I, I love that I'm doing all of the work that I possibly can to get myself up and back on my feet and just be this new and improved person because not that I didn't like the person that I was before because I do believe that I'm a really good person and I think that the people around me would 100% agree with that. I believe that my little heart is like mosaic and you might have heard me speaking about this in the podcast before but my heart has been smashed into pieces it has been smashed into smithereens but i believe that if you could see my heart it would be like mosaic, because i know that it's such a beautiful heart and there's nobody that knows that more than my husband i want to speak a wee bit about forgiveness and moving forward i remember when I was sitting in my kitchen and I was sat in my chair and my husband was standing in the kitchen and he was telling me that he didn't see a future with me anymore and saying, but never say never, you know. And it became apparent that he had went to a party we were both supposed to go to and he had had relations with a girl. And this was only about a week prior. I had found out during the week and by the end of the week we had had a chat about our marriage and where that was going. And I was obviously telling him, you know, like, I'm grieving, I'm not in a great place, like, I really need my husband. This is the for better or for worse part, you know. And he was telling me that There was no relationship with this girl, it was nothing to do with that, it was just he had had a think and he didn't think that he would see a future with me anymore. A few days prior to this he had told me that he loved me more than anything in the world and whether it took six months, a year, however long, he was willing to battle through this because he loved me. And I was his wife and he wanted our marriage to work. So I was somewhat bewildered by this. And I could see that the things that he was saying to me, you know, it was like he had been out with his friends, he'd had a drink, he'd taken cocaine, he'd slept with a girl. Like, he was feeling like on top of the world. And I was trying to understand this without being judgmental and to say you know I can see that you're making a huge mistake and in the past he had spoke about the people that he was surrounding himself with and how they were certainly not role models for him and it's very important and it's detrimental who you've got around you especially at times when you're going through the most difficult things in life, like loss, divorce, moving house, that kind of thing. Because those are the people who are going to influence your decisions. And I just felt as if what he was doing wasn't good for his mind, his marriage, his future. And it was really, really sad. And I remember in that moment, just feeling huge compassion. And I was sat there at the table and I said to him, you know, like my rings are on and I can see that you think the grass is greener on the other side, but I'm telling you right now that it's not. We have built a foundation for eight years and that foundation is a marriage, family, friends, a life, future plans and I feel as if you're maybe going through something and even though I was going through something so big at the time I was still able to see clearly, I was still able to see and I think that he took this as judgment but I've said in the podcast before and I'll say it again, I believe that my husband's I have my husband's best interests at heart above everybody else in his life because his parents knowing that he was out taking cocaine and ruining his marriage and that's going to affect his mental health and things and them being okay with that. Someone that you really, really love, truly and deeply, you would not be okay with that. And especially when the male suicide rate is so high. And I remember listening to Dr. Aria on the Diary of CEO and I related to the episode so much because he was talking about how his wife had had an affair and she was pregnant to the man she was having an affair with and she was leaving him. And he felt huge compassion for her in that moment. And I know a lot of people don't understand why I feel so much compassion for my husband because they're like, well, he betrayed you. But I know that at some point there will be regret, there'll be sadness and even shame. When people make choices, it doesn't only impact them, it impacts a wider community because you have built that foundation. We have... A family, we have nieces and nephews that only know Auntie Coley and Uncle Craig. We are married. We have been solid for eight years, or we were solid for eight years. And something so sad and something that you cannot stop from happening, you have absolutely no control over, like the death of your mother, having kind of caused the breakdown of, Your marriage is super, super sad. And my mum would be devastated. Because at the time that I was speaking about at the beginning of this episode, when I was on my mum's deathbed and she was taking her last breaths and I was saying to her, you know, like, Mummy, I'm going to be okay. And my husband and my father and my mother-in-law were in the room. And they were saying, you know, we'll look after her. Like, we've got her. She's our daughter. Like, don't worry. And I was saying, like, mum, like, don't worry about me. And her kids were our biggest worry. Of course they were. It's so sad that in that moment, I was able to be so strong because I felt like if I can just get through this, if I fall to my knees, these people... These people have told my mum and these people are my family. They're going to help pick me back up again. And they didn't. They didn't stick to their word. They didn't look after me. They completely abandoned me. And this is where we need to just understand that people can only meet you as deeply as they meet themselves unfortunately, they didn't have the capacity to be able to look after me and understand my grief process and understand that grief looks so differently from every, everybody is different, everyone grieves differently. And I remember for months, like in the beginning, I was just trying to stick to that daily routine and make sure that I was doing the things that I that I would normally do if my mom was still here on this planet because everybody was telling me you know you have to you have to just keep going you have to just go on with life but that was really held against me and it's something that I really beat myself up about and it's something that I also need to forgive myself for because I had never been through the death of a parent I didn't know what to do, but what I did have was people in my life who had had the death of a parent that should know better, that should have helped me, and that didn't. And I have to take all of that shit out of my backpack and put it down because it's not my stuff to carry anymore, and it's been heavy It has been so heavy. But I am determined to get back on my feet and back to myself because I know who I am. And there was a point where I would look in the mirror and all I would see was his wife you know like was Craig's wife and I didn't see myself at all and that's terrifying just not knowing who you are without this person these friends this family and then my friends and family started to remind me who I am and who I was as a wife and that I've always remained true to myself and that means upholding my morals and values so yes not dating is something that I spoke about in in a previous episode, and a lot of people like get really misjudge that and think, oh well, you must be really jealous, and you're still calling yourself his wife and things like that. But it's, it's a morals and values thing. I am still someone's wife, and whether they're acting like a husband or not, that doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is that I uphold. My vows, my morals, and values until the day that I'm not married, and there is absolutely no rush to go out and date again. And when you've been through what I've been through, that's the last thing in your mind is to go out and date again. And a lot of people fill voids, holes in their life with another person. And I can see that that's when my husband was standing there and he was saying to me, You know. I knew that that's what he was doing. Things were tough in our household and there was something new and shiny there. And he thought that that was a better option. And as I said, I don't doubt, I know my husband very well, at one point that he is going to have regret and he's going to feel a lot of shame and a lot of sadness for this. How could you not? You're a human being at the end of the day. And there's been a lot of things said about me, but it's it can't be said with their chests. And all people have to do, if they really want to see the truth, is step back and look and see it for what it is. You know, I, I, I can walk down the street, I can work, I can be online, I, I can do whatever I want. And I can hold my head held high and my chest out because I didn't abandon anybody. I abandoned myself trying like I also seen um a, a podcast on TikTok and it was a guy speaking and the podcast asked like do you do you ever like abandon anybody? Do you ever just like cut them out of your life and and he was saying that no, he he tries to help people and make sure that they can see that they're making bad choices for their life, their health their reputation. This is how I had to give up, like, trying to be his wife and just sometimes you've got to let people go, let them see that they've made a mistake and let them come back and say, you know, I made a mistake. And he knows more than anybody how understanding and compassionate and forgiving and loyal I am. And I'm not saying that I would take him back in a second or like that, but I can understand why people make choices that they make. Things were really, really tough at home. It was tough. And as I said, people can only meet you as deeply as they meet themselves. And when you've not been raised with a capacity to take responsibility and look after other people and you've been raised with a a selfish mentality, I was raised with a selfless mentality, then how are you ever supposed to be that without your family and friends holding you accountable? I believe that a lot of men, and I'm sure there's a lot of women out there as well, but a lot of men leave good women because good, strong women can be hard to deal with sometimes and they go for the easier option where they think it'll be easy but I said to my husband like you know you have this love and admiration for me eight years down the line and I impress you every single day and you tell me that and you're proud of me and I've worked and I've achieved so much and it's all for you it's all for our future family it's 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 not necessarily for me, although it might seem as if it is, because I'm the one doing the hard work. But I think that you're not thinking ahead down the line with a new person eight years down the line. Are you really going to feel the way that you feel about me, about them? I'm your wife at the end of the day. There's a reason you put a ring on my finger. And... I think it's really important to have a partner that's really brutally honest with you. I think friends as well. And I think a lot of people think that you have people in your life and they need to agree with you all the time, but I don't believe that. I don't think that it's good to have someone agree with you all the time. Your friends, family, wife's, husbands are supposed to be there to be tough on you to bring out the best in you and for me that was not (laughs) handing my husband drinking drugs and like seeing him spiral and go downhill trying to fill this void and avoid reality basically um and it's so sad that he didn't see that and he doesn't see that But it's actually a really good thing to have someone in your life to push you to do better every single day. And I wish I had that. I have that in my friends. I have that in my sister where they have so much belief in me and they can see and they have watched me grow over the past decade, even in the past eight years. Like they have watched me transform into this person just the way that my husband did. And um as I said, nobody knows how beautiful I am inside and out, more than my husband. And our wedding song was actually Better Man by Parlo Nettini. And I don't know if you've heard it, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it after this. But when I heard that song uh, a month ago, I think, and it just, it didn't make me sad. You would think it would, but it didn't, because all it did was remind me that everybody around me I have such a good influence over I mean every day I used to get up and it was like living with Tony Robbins where you're just so motivated and you're just like thank you God for waking me up today another day to excel like what can we do today to improve our lives and make it better and help people and like that was what my husband was in awe of but unfortunately he didn't have the capacity to kind of do that himself but here I am achieving all of these things in life that I never thought I would achieve and I think coming from the same area I think that was just that's something that a lot of people, friends, family, my husband would be so in awe of And I didn't even realise I was doing anything differently to anybody else because everyone lives in the house. Everybody's got a job. But I just didn't realise that I had this motivation, this determination inside me to just be bigger, be better, like do more. And that is an extraordinary thing to have in this outlook in life. And being, I've seen a lot of this. Lucky Girl Syndrome on TikTok recently, and it's basically about the way that you view yourself and your mindset. And I realised that I live like that. That's how I've been living for years, is with Lucky Girl Syndrome, where you basically just tell yourself every day and you kinda of have to be a wee bit delusional in the start. That everything works out for you. You're such a lucky girl. And even when things go wrong, it's actually right that they've went wrong because something amazing is coming. And that is the way that I feel moving into 2023 is just when the bells hit, and I just had this surge of excitement and happiness. And I just went, Happy New Year! Like, and it was, I, I was crying before that because I thought, oh no, don't let. 2023 be as bad and as brutal as 2022 because I can't do another year of this but what I do realise is that I have to implement that mindset again that I am such a lucky girl and everything really does work out for me and I'm so blessed and I used to wake up every single day with that mindset and I remember even when my mum died and people just didn't understand it because you realise that you're in this 1% of the world, of the nation, that think the way that I think. And that's the reason that I started the podcast because people were listening to me speak and they weren't just leaving with gorgeous hair. They were leaving motivated and inspired to go away and do better in life because I was inspiring them, the chats that I was having with them. It wasn't your ordinary hairdressing chat. Like, are you going anywhere this year? Um, what are you up to at the weekend? You know, like, have you been any holidays? Like, I get into the nitty gritty and I like to get to know people. And if I've got a wee bit of wisdom that I can pass on to people, that's what I want to do. I believe that that is my calling in life is to just try and help people and say you know something I was down in the ashes and I rose from the ashes and I am here and I am living proof that you can be and do anything that you want to do and this life is a beautiful life it is more beautiful than you could ever imagine but you have to get yourself up you have to stand up on your own two feet and you have to take responsibility and you have to forgive yourself and you have to forgive other people because if you carry that with you you will drag that along and that backpack will become a suitcase and that will turn into suitcases and you will struggle for the rest of your life so I really hope that this episode has been short and sweet and that it's taught you something. And I just want to move forward now. I know that I've spoke a lot and it's been the relationship serious in season two. I'm aware that I've spoke a lot about my relationship and the breakdown of my marriage and the grief of it all. And I don't want it to be, and I never intended it to be, a bashing on another human being that I loved for a, a really long time and that I married and made a commitment to, I just feel huge compassion. And I feel huge compassion for everybody in the scenario. And I feel like I just hope I wish them the best. And I pray for them. And the only thing that I can do is get up every day and be a better version than what I was the day before. And that was how I used to live my life, was every single day, what can you do today better than what you did yesterday? And see whether that's making a cup of tea, or that is reaching a goal in business that I have never reached before, or it's doing... 30 minutes exercise and am I am having to exercise the day before? Or cleaning my house? Like the smallest minute things to the biggest things, like washing your hair, you know, like just be like, oh, I've woke up and you have to have this mentality from the minute that you wake up. Because honestly, towards the end of 2022, every morning I woke up, I cried that I had woke up. <laughs> And that makes me sad, like, for myself, because on the other side, if things were, what, a few days in, it's, I feel quite sad for that girl, you know, like, being like, why do you not, why did you not want to wake up, you know, like, it's, you have so much to live for, and you have so much to give, and you have so much still to give, and, Life is so, so beautiful and you might have went through the toughest two years of your life. But honey, one thing about those tables is they always fucking turn. And this year is your year. So whether you're a girl or a guy, think of yourself as being lucky. Tell yourself, I'm a lucky girl. I'm a lucky guy that I woke up today. Another day to excel. What am I going to do with my day today? that makes me one percent better than I was yesterday and be kind and be understanding because people can only meet you at the level of their capacity. I look forward to creating more episodes in 2023 Uh, and the only way is up from here. I promise to make it more positive and more motivational and add more value to each and every episode and let's have a laugh this year guys let's laugh more let's smile more let's believe more and don't forget to like and subscribe and leave a little review down below because it really helps the little podcast that I'm creating here and it helps other people who need this to move forward Share it on your socials, screenshot it and tag me in it. I would love to hear from you. You can email me, thehair411 at yahoo.com. If you've got any questions, topics, thoughts that you want to share with me, I would love to hear that and I'll see you again next week for another episode. Thank you so, so much for listening and we'll speak again soon. Bye.